right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast once again. Today, we don't have a subject. I know, shocking. Utterly shocking. Um, This is just going to be kind of a little, you know, one of those episodes where I'm just like, you know what, screw it. I've had a, a lot of content here coming out lately of these country classics and deep dives and all this, whew, all this stuff. And I think it's time to just sit here and be like, yo, what's up? <laughs> it's me. It's your boy. Um, hope you guys are doing well, first of all. And I uh, appreciate all the support. Had some people buy some merch. I really appreciate it. Um, uh, just for reference, I, I, I mean this in the utmost respect, that, like, the merch does a great job in supporting me, and that is one of my most things I'm proud of, is being able to have shirts and stuff about the podcast, but I had someone buy, and this is not a flex at all, no flex at all, I promise, $130 worth for a merch and shipping and all that, and out of that $120, I made exactly $1.15. Because of the production costs and stuff. So don't think I'm getting rich off this stuff. I'm not. I'm almost losing money doing it. (laughs) And I probably need to up the prices. But I'm not. Because I'm very much a grassroots guy. I really don't have a reason to jack the prices up. So um, I would like to make a little bit more money off of it. However, it's not that big of a deal to me. Money is not everything. And I like to get my name out there more than anything. So thank you to, uh, actually, I'm going to just go ahead and shout out the people that's bought merch. Uh, my boy Josh, thank you so much. I really appreciate you. Dwayne, that I used to work with, my favorite co-worker, thank you so much. And to my boy in New Mexico, Billy, appreciate you, my dude. And you guys are really good listeners of the podcast. You guys support me through Think and Thin, and uh, that really shows, and I truly appreciate it. So, thank you. Also, out of all three, or all, all two that's got it and the one that's about to get it, I've heard nothing but good things about the merch. And I had the same philosophy, and I still have stuff coming in. I buy stuff for personal orders to check the samples and stuff to make sure they're a good quality before I send them out. And yeah, we're doing good. Thank you guys so much. And on to the episode itself. So I got a few things to say. It might be a short episode. Uh, I'll try not to blab on too much because I have a gaming monitor come in. Let's go. My TV stopped working, so I've had to had to buy a gaming monitor, which, I mean, set me back a little bit money-wise, but I've been wanting a gaming monitor for, you know, a little while. So it's an exciting time, exciting time. However, there's one thing that I would like to say is thank you so much for, I don't know what I was about to say, actually. I sound like I'm drunk. I'm 15 whiskey Asian. No, uh, I would like to say, I would like to say, I went to the Steelwoods in Brent Cobb, and first of all, I'm going to have a vlog of all my concerts in August, so make sure to check out the YouTube channel where I actually post every single podcast on YouTube. It's just an audio version of it, so there's no fancy visuals or anything, so don't worry about missing out on that. However, I'm posting up vlogs, and they are shot with my phone, first of all, so 
I can't say they're going to be the most amazing camera quality you've ever seen, but you know, it they're there. And on top of that, it's going to just show you kind of the atmosphere and how they actually sound and everything. And I went to Brent Cobb and Steelwoods at Silverado's. Was kind of bummed, first of all, because uh, I had two tickets and one guy canceled on me, which was okay. I understand his reasons and everything, but I couldn't find anybody else to go. So I pretty much had to eat one ticket up. I actually told one of the ladies at the gate, like, if someone doesn't have a ticket, just go ahead and give them mine and uh, just let them in. And, you know, it is what it is. And that was great. But I went back to Silverado's. Great venue. And let me tell you, this place was packed out. Like, Ward Davis put on a heck of a show, and we had a good crowd for it. But I guess the Stillwoods kind of just transgressed that uh, that barrier of Southern Rock and Rock because there was a whole bunch of people that had, like, Metallica and all kinds of shirts on. And everybody was pretty hype. And the parking situation at Silverado's for a big show like that, let me tell you guys, nutty. If you ever go there in Black Mountain, North Carolina, highly recommend it. However, get there early. It's parking that you can because you're going to end up parking either A, on the side of the road, or B, in some sketchy places where you might get towed. You might get towed. Now, always, if you're at a concert and you got to park somewhere and you're not entirely sure a great place to park, the greatest and safest locations you can park your car is at a church. Because if you get cho- if you get towed at a church, well, that's uh, it's kind of crazy to be honest with you. I, I don't think I've ever heard anybody get towed at a church because it's a public uh, site. You know, some people go into churches and worship. You know, by themselves at the pews or whatever, have their you know amidst of guilt, sins, and stuff. But park at a, park at a church. It's a good place, safe place for your car, vehicle, lock it, of course, and. Uh, I feel like that's probably the best play, and that's what I did. I found one all the way on top of the hill, and I was like, you know what? If I get towed at a church, you know, shame on me. That's, that's about the worst thing that I could configure. Is like, you know what? If I get towed at a church, then I must be doing something wrong. So, all right, talk about the Steelwoods and Brent Cobb. I got there 15 minutes late, so. I missed a little bit of Brent Cobb set, and I was upset by that because I really, really dig Brent Cobb and his personality. He's a great guy. If you're not listening to his music, he's actually got a new album coming out not too soon. And uh, I will say that when Country Comes Back to Town, when Country Comes Back to Town, I believe the name of that track on that song. It's a great song. I actually heard him play it live, and he sounds amazing in person. He's been riding for 20-some years. He's been out there on the road doing his own thing, and it's really cool to see him start getting awareness now. So, really cool to see him, and the crowd was absolutely going ape crap over him, and he was opening. So everybody came, and, man, I ain't going to lie to you, I literally sat in the very back. Like, I could have went up to the pits and sat with everybody and listened to the music really up close, but... I almost just want to sit there and examine. I don't know. I don't feel like I'm a people watcher necessarily. But when it comes to concerts, I try to be safe. Because I've seen some crazy stuff happen at concerts. Especially being by myself. I'm like, I gotta play it smart. So I hung out in the back. 
I had a good time and got to see all kinds of stuff. And I'm going to tell you what, guys, when the Steelwoods went on stage, whew, they were at it. Like, first track, boom. And it was uh, one of the singers' birthdays as well, so it was really cool to see. I can't say that I'm really fluent in the Stillwoods. I've listened to their albums and stuff, but I can't. And I even said that in the vlog is I can't say I'm necessarily not necessarily a huge fan because I love them. They're great. It's just not one of those bands or albums where I go through and like I know every single one, you know, song by song like Cody. I just I like them. Don't get me wrong. So I don't know how to explain other than that. They're a great band. Great people. And honestly, they put on a heck of a show. It's a very good time. You can uh, very much enjoy the venue. The mountains are in the background. Beautiful place. And awesome people. And uh, if uh, you're into moonshining, there might be some moonshiners hypothetically up there. You know, just, just saying. If you're into that kind of stuff. Because yeah, that was hinted up there at the concert a little bit, so... You know, it's just a little fun little venue. Great people, great staff, security's great. Um, parking's the only thing where I'm like, ugh, I wish it would be just a little bit better because there's a whole lot across the road and it's just this warehouse where Ingalls is. I'm like, why can't they, or where Ingalls trucks park and stuff, I'm like, why can't they just, you know, buy that lot and, you know, make that a parking lot universally for that venue. That'd be great. And I'm not saying that they have the money necessarily to do that because it's just a little small little little bar slash venue, which is great. But it's, I'm just saying it'd be really cool to see because I could see them packing out the parking lot across the road for sure. And it would also make traffic a little bit easier, I think, getting in and out, having both sides of the road. But, I mean, I'm not, I'm not making the big money, so I can't make those decisions. But that is definitely a... Uh, Really cool to see. It's a great venue, great people, great atmosphere, and just great time overall. I actually left a little bit early, just a little bit, because uh, I had to get home because, well, I mean, I had to beat traffic because where I was at, on that top of that church hill, I would have never got out. Like, never would have got out if I didn't leave just a little bit early. But I, would, I always try to make sure I listen to the majority of the show, and I did, so it was really cool. And it was a good time. And they put on a heck of a show. So, Rent Cobb, The Steel Woods. Steel Woods have a new album coming out as well. Have two singles of that album out. Um, if Not For The Rain being, I think, the lead single on that album. Beautiful song for The Steel Woods. Check them both out. Great people, great audience, and everything. So, a lot of stuff's happened in country music. Like, a lot of good stuff's been happening in country music. I mean, a little, a little bit of bad stuff. Like, the whole Miranda Lambert thing. Like, what the crap's going on there? Uh, I, I can't even tell you. I, I get it, but... I don't, I don't have an opinion on that because I'm not an artist. I feel like it depends. I feel like as people, if people are enjoying my music, at least, and they just want to take a picture of me singing like a song that I like or a video with a flash on, that's fine. I don't think that would personally distract me. 
But if it's like people just talking the whole entire time, not enjoying my music, I could see myself very much walking off the stage and being like, screw this place, you know? Like, if they're not going to sit here and appreciate me, I'm not going to sit here and play the music that means so much to me. So, I don't know exactly what way you should look at that. And I think that's one of those opinionated things where like, well, you can see it either way. You really could. Then you got the whole All or Anthony thing, man. Man's blowing up. Songs are so amazing. He's actually been in North Carolina a few times, but he's only been on the the other part of North Carolina. He needs to come to the actual mountain part of North Carolina and sing. I'm sure he could build an audience over here. Go to Silverado's, man. Go to Silverado's. It'd be a good time. Uh, great guy. I mean, religious guy. Read Psalms before he even performed his, uh, his set. Sang with Jamie Johnson in color with him. Beautiful. Love Jamie Johnson. Some people are saying that he's a plant in the industry. Saying that uh, he's fake. The industry planted him. He's turned down multi-million dollar record deals. Just to do songs his own way. Saying screw Nashville. It's really interesting to see. I mean, he seems to be a great guy. Uh, my dad's followed him for a while on the Tiki Talks. I don't have TikTok right now. I believe it's a uh, app that will very much take you over if you have it on your phone. And I'm not saying that in regards to like da- data and stuff. Like I don't the Chinese and all that. No, I'm just talking about like it's very much one of those apps where you can sit there and listen to shorts and stuff over and over, and you can lose yourself. I mean, people do that in Instagram shorts, YouTube shorts, and it's really easy to do, and I don't want to waste a lot of my time doing that, personally. However, I see it being a good avenue for growth and stuff, so I'm like, I'm halfway like, I should download it and use it for my podcast and just post videos of music that I really like from Country Music Icons and Country Music Today traditional country music today and listen to it and you know I don't know it's just it's just something that I would like to do I think it'd be really cool it'd be a good way to connect with those smaller artists too that are really trying to build themselves up and I don't know it it would be interesting I just don't know if I can bring myself to do it because I'm afraid that if I do I'll sit there and be scrolling on TikTok a lot and I don't want to be that guy you know I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with being that guy I'm just saying i rather invest my time in doing stuff like the podcast, talking about fair and young and artists and thinking of new ideas to talk about and just stuff like that. So that's kind of where my head's at and nothing too terribly crazy in regards to that. But it's just one of those things where I'm sitting here and I'm like, country music has a deep-rooted soul in being grassroots and all of Anthony very much as grassroots. He's from Farmville, Virginia, and he literally lives on a farm, a little three-acre farm, I do believe, two-acre farm, nothing too terribly big. He's just a humble guy, and you cannot not like him. Like, he's just got a great personality. And the way that he sings his country music is great. He's He's got a lot of soul, and a lot of people were saying kind of like that Appalachian, Appalachian style of music's kind of like gotten old with like other artists that have kind of overdone it. But I can't say that because 
that would be like saying if someone come out with, I don't know, like honky tonk music, like Hank Williams Sr. and they were just singing on that. And if you were like, well, I'm, I've heard Hank Williams Sr. for the whole entire time of my life, so therefore I'm tired of it. I don't want to hear no more of that. I don't think it's a thing. I think, I think it's just one of those instances where you like what you like and you don't what, like what you like, and that's perfectly fine. But don't say that it's bad music because, you know, you're tired of it. It's, there's plenty of people that love it. And some love it for the political views on it, and some people view it for, uh, you know, for the style of it. I mean, it's just... I don't know. It, it, it's definitely... It's a great thing to see in the industry because he's sitting there ready to say, hey, listen here, I'm not going to conform to country music. I'm not going to do anything, you know, saying that I'm going to sign these big record deals or anything. I just want to be me. I want to be myself. I want to write my songs, have no influence on that, produce it how I want to. And that is magical. And that's how I feel like country music should be, especially today, so we can kind of get away from, you know, what it is today. And I will say, with the uprising of country music and traditional country music style, I'm starting to see that turning point. And it's really cool to see because uh, I'm hoping some of the newer artists that are singing, you know, stuff that I wouldn't necessarily consider country music, country music, to uh, change their perspective a little bit, you know. I literally just got a Reddit post. Like, I am on Reddit. I am a nerd. So, therefore, Reddit's a good place for me to be. He actually just reached number one on the Billboard Top 100 of, you know, Richmond. Richmond, you know. His song's blown up. And uh, all his songs are really good. But that one just seems to be the one that's kind of transgressed into this upper echelon. And he actually had, like, Six of his songs are in the top ten of country music, Apple Music charts, which is just, I mean, man, that's awesome. It's really cool to see because he's out there doing his own thing. He is not trying to conform to anybody, and he's doing it, and he's killing it. And, I don't know, man, it's just so cool to see. I... I really enjoy his music. He does a great job about uh, including pop references into his songs like Fudge Rounds and stuff. I mean, who doesn't know what a freaking Fudge Round is? I hate that he's hating on them like most people because Fudge Rounds are probably S-tier in Little Debbie. Um, some people have been saying like little star cakes. Don't don't be throwing shade on them star cakes, man. Them things are good too. It's really hard. Like for me, my least favorite little Debbie is like the oatmeal raisin cakes. I don't like oatmeal, but the like the cake in the middle is actually really good. But the oatmeal and the ra raisin, no thanks. I'm good. That's probably my least favorite little Debbie. So don't be throwing shade on the fudge rounds though. Those are top tier. And I don't know. That's just kind of like a joke on everything. But I think it's it's just really cool to see that he's out here doing his own thing. He's been offered all these great contracts in Nashville, and he said, oh, heck no, I ain't doing it. No, sir, not today. And uh, I respect the heck out of that. I really do. Because, uh, you know, there's not many people out there that'll do that. They really won't. They'll be like, screw this. I'm 
I'm taking the money and run, baby. And uh, he's sticking to his guns. He's keeping everything local when it comes to merchandise and stuff for the time being. And that's amazing. And I applaud him for it. What a great man. Great music. And it's really cool to see in the country music industry. And there's no telling what else could happen. And I'm so hopeful that people like Cody, Ward, Brent Cobb, Josh Morningstar... People at a really small stream like Brother Wilson can do that. They can transcend. They can do their own thing and build their audience up and share their music with the world because it means so much. So I think that's where we're going to conclude it. A little short episode today. That way I can just get out there and be like, yo, there's a lot going on in country music. And I'm not sitting here trying to say, you know, none of this is really cool. It's just my content specifically goes to, you know, discography deep dies and songs and sometimes but i just want to sit here and be like yo i'm so excited country music's in such a good spot uh not talking about mainstream necessarily but we're starting to get there where mainstream will be in a good spot so i appreciate every single one of you guys you take care of yourselves of course check out the link tree it's got all the goodies the introduction credits the uh, merch, of course, it's got, you know, the link to the podcast on all the different avenues. So you want to listen to something else or download it on two things. You can go on Spotify and Apple Music since you're such a big fan, obviously. Since you sit here and let me blab about country music for, you know, 25 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever. You could do that. I, I joke, of course. And, uh... Yeah, make sure you check out the YouTube channel. The vlog probably will be up by the time this episode goes up. So check it out. I'm going to do a lot of editing and a lot of uh, a lot of stuff to it. So I appreciate every one of you guys. Thank you so much. And keep country music alive, which we are right now, baby. Adios.